Hi, Peter Balker here, and welcome to today's edition of The Transition Guy. Joining me today is Kerry Kaufman. Welcome back, Kerry. Thank you, good to be back. And today we're going to be looking at recruitment, and more importantly, the three tips business owners can sort of take on board to improve recruitment, because recruitment is such a tough thing for most people. Yes. Yes, particularly in our present economy, at least where I'm based, uh, unemployment's very, very low. Um, so recruiting has become more and more challenging for businesses to attract high-quality talent. Yeah, you know what, I think that's across the globe. The reality is when the markets across the globe are quite hot at the moment. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, the access to labor is probably the lowest. Yes, there is labor available, but it's perhaps not the labor that you need to right. be able to take your business to that next level. And it's like anything in this kind of environment, you've got to ask yourself the question, if someone isn't in employment, why? why exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Be concerned. Yeah. Be very concerned. <laughs> yeah. If someone's available, I used to always say it's a bit like sort of Sunday league football. Whenever you're sort of, if a kid wants to come and play on your team and they're not currently playing for a team, you've got to ask yourself why. Mm. Yeah. So, when you, talk, when you sort of look at recruitment, what tips would you give entrepreneurs to make their life a lot easier? This one might sound obvious, but it's often overlooked or lacks clarity. And that is to be really, really clear on the strengths that are most important to you. Um, as Ben Horowitz put it in his book, The Hard Thing About Hard Things, he said, most people when they're recruiting, they're trying to avoid a really sharp negative, right? So what they wind up with is kind of this rounded off person that's, that's not overly, there's no sharp negatives about them, but they're also perhaps lacking a really sharp asset that you need. Yeah. And they end up with somebody who's adequate. At so in other words, they're average people. Average. So he said, it's more important to be clear on what you absolutely must have, even if that comes with the expense of something that might otherwise be a negative, but it's an, it's a, they have maybe a drawback or a lack of a strength in an area that's far less important to you. And the one or two areas that are most important to you, they nail absolutely better than anyone, um, even if you have to put up with something that's less than ideal in an area that might be 10th most important to you. Do you think entrepreneurs spend enough time thinking about this? In terms absolutely of not. No, so, no. They, they just know they need somebody who's good and they're usually in a hurry and they, the tendency is to accept the best of a mediocre pool. You know, they put the ad out and they see what they get and they, well, this one will do, right? Because that's what, that's what I've got. Those are my options yeah, at the moment. So they tend to compromise, mm -hmm. don't they? Yeah. That's probably the most dangerous. Yes. Because they've taken the best of a bad bunch. Yeah. And not necessarily the worst of a great bunch. Exactly. Yeah. So how would you help them identify those those key attributes that they need? Looking at the role as it stands, um, what is the most important outcome that they need from that role? What results do they want? And what are the character traits of the person who's going to bring that? You see, you've just said something that's so crucial. What is the outcome? You see, too many entrepreneurs out there, too many businesses, they're stuck in freaking job descriptions. Mm -hmm. This is how you're going to do the job. They never focus really on what do I want the job to do right. for me? What's the result of the, all, the job description going to be? Yeah. So job outcomes is so crucial. You're absolutely yep. right. Yep. I'd say another mistake that I see, at least with my client's tendency that I've observed, not for all, but when they go to recruit, the first thing they do is they go look at all of their competitors' job postings. And what they come up with is this amalgamation of 
what everybody else has said. They'll take a little bit from that and a little bit from that, and they'll kind of piece it together. And okay, well, this is my recruitment ad. That sounds exactly like everything else, because that's a, that's what it is. Is a little bit of everything else. When you need to think about your recruitment ad and your whole recruitment process as a marketing campaign, especially in this in economy mm. that we have and the low unemployment rate, it has to stand out and make that person who's maybe not even actively looking for a job, but they somehow this information gets shared with them or they stumble upon it and they can say, like, that's something that speaks to me. That's something I want to be a part of. And I'll tell you who's done that really well is SodaStream. Oh. They've done this really great video, right? And you've got to check it out. It's called Welcome to the Revolution. All right. And it's all about recruitment. And they get everything in there, the core values, the core purpose, humor, who they are. You get a feel for the company. It's just absolutely epic. Yeah. But you're absolutely right. People have got to go into a marketing campaign and you've got to sell yourself. Yeah. Yeah, when the right person reads that ad or sees the video or lands on your careers page that they should say, like, that's something I want to be a part of. Absolutely. And that the wrong people will be repelled by it. It'll be obvious that that's not the kind of culture or environment or responsibilities that, that they're after. And a lot of people think that recruitment's all about selection. Selection's only a small part of it. A big part of recruitment is deselection. Yeah. As you said, repelling the people that are not going to be right for the job in the first place. Absolutely. Yeah. And what would your third tip be? Relying merely on traditional recruitment techniques. I posted the ad and this is what I've got or I've got nothing. And underutilizing their networks and the networks of their employees. Why do you think it, that is? Why do you think people do that? I, I think it just doesn't cross their mind. This is the traditional way that people recruit. This is the way they've always done it. Um, up until the last couple of years, it hasn't been that difficult. And it's worked for them. So they just, it's a habit, I suppose. Uh, it's never really crossed their mind to expand it. And again, it's like a, like a marketing campaign. A marketing campaign is not one-dimensional. You don't just have the one strategy that you rely on. It's multi-levels of strategy. And your recruitment also has to be the same because you've got to expand your reach. You have to reach a broader audience because the best talent right now is not necessarily looking for a job. Um, perhaps passively, but not actively. So they're not on the job boards finding what you've put out there if you don't get out there and use your personal network mm. to get referrals and to extend that reach. And it's a mixture, isn't it? It's going to be your personal networks, it's going to be your social networks, and it's actually moving away from industrial age recruitment, mm -hmm. which is what most people do. They try to use industrial age recruitment methods in a knowledge worker age. Yeah. And it's out of time, out of place, and it's not effective anymore. Yeah. So actually, we need to learn where are the networks, where are the future employees hanging out. Yep. Those what do they watch? Influence. And actually, we need to be on those flat platforms, really. Absolutely. Yep. Yeah. So, thank you, Carrie. You're welcome. So, hopefully, you've got some great value there. You've got some tips that you can go and action straight away. If you still want to develop your recruitment a bit more, sort of in greater detail, you need some more information, head over to booker.com and get in touch. Carrie, thank you very much for coming in. Thank you. And remember, failing to learn is learning to fail.